This is the Capital Literature Podcast, bringing you investment letters and audio. The Capital Literature Podcast is a SEBITS capital service for the investment community. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. All rights belong to the respective owners. Moran Capital Management, Third Quarter, 2021. October 27, 2021. Dear Partners and Friends, In the third quarter of 2021, Moran Partners Fund returned minus 3.1%, net of all fees and expenses, which brings the year-to-date return to plus 48.3%, net. Over the past five years, the fund has compounded at the annualized rate of plus 22.2%, net of all fees and expenses. When people hear what I do for a living, I am frequently asked, so what do you think about the market right now? My answer is consistent, and probably generally disappointing to my inquisitors, I don't know. I don't think much about it. I don't have a view on the market. Many stocks are overvalued today, and the entire market may also be overvalued, again, I don't know. But I focus my attention on members of and candidates for our concentrated portfolio. Even against a backdrop of many expensive stocks, there will likely always be a handful of fantastic businesses run by great people available at attractive valuations that can compound at above average rates over the long term. It is this handful of opportunities that I seek. Our performance year-to-date has been solid, but I don't believe that it has diminished our go-forward prospects. The outlook for some of our core, long-held positions is as good as ever, and as I discussed last quarter, a confluence of events over the summer, including the $40/SH special dividend from CRSS, led to a large cash position in the fund. This provided a natural opportunity to reset the portfolio and reallocate capital into my best ideas as they stand now. I have been doing just that. While our top handful of positions are familiar names, I have re-underwritten each of them and have taken advantage of recent opportunities to meaningfully increase our holdings of some of these positions. I have also been adding to two newer positions, one a special situation I hinted at last quarter, and expect to disclose a new top 5 position next quarter, more on which below. Our approach is concentrated and idiosyncratic. It will yield lumpy short-term results that will frequently deviate dramatically, in both directions, from the market but I believe this approach is optimal for long-term compounding. Our fabulous group of limited partners, who share my long-term orientation, are a key competitive advantage of this partnership. Closing of Founders Share Class Fee Structures For those who are not yet a part of this great group of limited partners, a reminder, our Founders Share Class Fee Structures will be closing at year-end. If you are interested in joining the partnership with a 1% management fee and 10% incentive allocation fee structure, please get in touch. Portfolio Update At the end of the third quarter, our top five positions were, in alphabetical order, Claris Corp, CLAR, Correios de Portugal, SA, Euronex Lisbon, CTT, Pure Cycle Corp, PCYO, Scott's Liquid Gold, SLGD, and Turning Point Brands, TPV. Crossroad Systems, CRSS, remains a core position, but it fell out of our top five following the payment of its large special dividend. Additional disclosed positions outside of the top five include American Outdoor Brands, AOUT, and Whole Earth Brands, FRE. Claris, CLAR. In my 2Q2018 letter, I shared my, then, perspective on Claris's potential. The stock was trading at approximately $8 per share, and I laid out a potential path to $35 per share. Careful readers may recall the math, 15 plus 5 plus 5 plus 3 plus 7 equals $35. 
I have written occasionally about the importance of continually re-underwriting theses given changing information, of frequently checking one's hypothesis, in a Bayesian-Laplacian manner, against new data. Had I put a firm price target of $35 on Claris three years ago, perhaps I would consider trimming or selling the stock as it approaches that level. Instead, given a recent detailed re-underwriting of the company, I have updated my opinion about Claris's potential value several years out. Given meaningful progress on apparel, footwear, retail stores, the company's sporting segment, and capital allocation, including the recent acquisition of Rhino Rack, with more to come, I now believe the stock could climb above $60 per share over the next three years. Here's the updated math, 25 plus 15 plus 10 plus 10 equals $60. Middle dot black diamond could be worth approximately $1 billion, or $25 plus per share, on $400 million plus of sales at a 15% EBITDA margin. 2.5x sales would not be particularly aggressive for a business of this caliber. Middle dot rhino rack could grow to approximately $500 million plus of value, or $15 per share, as EBITDA doubles over the next few years to $40 million plus. Middle dot Sierra plus Barnes, $350 million plus, or $10 per share, of potential intrinsic value on $125 million plus of high margin revenue. Middle dot free cash flow generation and capital allocation could create another $10 per share of value over the next several years. This week, Claris conducted a secondary offering to raise additional capital to invest in further growth in M&A. While the share count will grow by tilde 8%, I believe the capital will be put to accretive use in short order. Claris has been an extraordinary steward of capital and deserves the benefit of the doubt with respect to capital allocation decisions. The secondary offering caused the stock to pull back by over 15% from recent highs. We use this volatility to add meaningfully to our already large position. Near-term catalysts include the 3Q earnings call, results, already pre-announced, were fantastic, the potential announcement of additional accretive acquisitions, one of the stated uses of capital raised in the secondary, and perhaps additional sell-side research coverage, as two banks that don't yet cover the stock assisted on the secondary. I believe there is a long runway for Claris results to continue to meet or exceed expectations and that its growth prospects are far better than what the current valuation implies. Management remains aligned with shareholders via its tilde 20% equity ownership position. Correios de Portugal, SA, Euronex Lisbon, CTT. CTT remains a top position in the fund. I continue to love the setup, as it has elements of both fundamental growth and special situation slash event driven opportunity. Earnings should double over the next few years, driven by growth in parcels and a rational pricing mechanism in mail. Hidden assets such as real estate and the bank should have their values unlocked. Various embedded startups including .pt, fulfillment, and the payments business should continue to grow and be recognized by investors. The previously loss-making Spanish segment should swing to meaningful profitability. And excess capital should be used to invest in the business, engage in M&A, and repurchase stock at attractive valuations. With CTT, we have many ways to win and a board and management team that gets it. I think the best is yet to come. Turning Point Brands, TPB At Turning Point Brands, the tail is wagging the dog. TPB has three segments, Zigzag Rolling Papers, Stoker Smokeless Tobacco, and New Gen, a collection of investments in vaping and other alternative products. Zigzag and Stokers are both performing very well, together run rating approximately $100 million of annual EBITDA. Zigzag is benefiting from the ongoing trend of cannabis legalization, and Stokers is a low-cost, high-quality competitor in its niche, 
taking share and operating under a pricing umbrella. Nugen, though, is struggling and operating at close to break-even levels. It is this third segment that investors seem to be focused on. The stock is cheap even assuming new gen is worth nothing, and I believe risk-reward is asymmetrically skewed to the upside. Crossroad Systems, CRSS I discussed CRSS last quarter, a core holding turned special situation as the company paid out a $1.40-sh special dividend. Our investment in the company was predicated on a strong niche business and a highly aligned management team and board, coupled with an attractive valuation. The company's entree into small business lending via the PPP program fundamentally changed the business. CRSS's success in the first half of 2021 laid the groundwork for it to reposition itself with a broader mandate. Crossroads remains an ESG-friendly community development financial institution, CDFI, but now has greater resources and reach. It also has approximately 500,000 new customer relationships with small businesses and sole proprietors that it obtained through its participation in the PPP program. During the quarter, CRSS announced a partnership with Enhanced Capital Group, a socially responsible asset manager focused on underserved businesses which will expand CRSS's credit assets. CRSS also announced the acquisition of Rise Line Credit, an asset-based lending firm. I believe the company's aspirations are higher still, and that these developments are just the beginning of CRSS's ongoing transformation. I'm excited to go along for the ride with the CRSS team on the company's next chapter. American Outdoor Brands, AOUT. American Outdoor Brands has continued to execute and demonstrate operational savvy. Its direct-to-consumer, DTC, reaches best-in-class, and it has managed the recent supply chain backdrop well. The company has built brands and grown brands. Despite impressive operating performance, out remains a show-me story in the eyes of investors on the capital allocation front. I'm pleased that the company has been patient and has not overpaid for acquisitions, but I believe the opportunity exists to create significant value via capital allocation. With $4/SH of net cash and a decent chance of generating another $2/SH of cash over the next year, against a $22 stock price, Out may want to consider taking a page out of the Claris playbook. Recall, Claris repurchased 10% of its shares outstanding at an average price of $4.40 per share in 2015 and 2016 when it was out of favor with investors. Out could repurchase up to 10% of its shares now and after gaining recognition from the market for being strong stewards of capital, would always have the option of using their shares as currency for future M&A. Partly because of the uncertainty regarding OUT's capital allocation philosophy and strategy, the stock trades at around 5x EBITDA, far below my estimate of intrinsic value. The company can both take advantage of its depressed valuation and eliminate the capital allocation uncertainty in one fell swoop. The value creation potential is tremendous. Special Situations at New Positions For the last few months, I have been working on a holding I expect to become a meaningful new position. I have known the business and management team for a long time, and I think the setup and valuation are attractive. I wouldn't be surprised if this position winds up in our top 5 at year end, so, fingers crossed. More to come in January. Conclusion The leaves are falling here in Colorado, and Thanksgiving is around the corner and on my mind. I'm grateful for my immediate and extended family, especially my wife and daughters, and dogs. Joy, wonder, curiosity, laughter, and a grounding force, and a good excuse for lots of long walks, are a wonderful backdrop for this line of work. I'm also grateful for all of my investor friends, many of whom I've been able to see over the past few months in Denver, NYC, Vail, and Rhode Island. Your thoughts, ideas, and constructive criticism certainly make me a better investor. 
and I'm grateful for our limited partners, whose patience and alignment allow me to invest in what I believe is the manner that will allow us to maximize returns over the long term. Thanks. One of the great things about the partnership model is that our group is small enough that I am still able to interact one-on-one with all of our partners. Don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions or would like to catch up about the portfolio. Sincerely, Dan Roller.